welcome back to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we check out a Netflix original film in the order of release. This week, we have Netflix 81st film. It's the 2018 French romantic comedy, I Am Not an Easy Man. It's directed by Eleanor Porat, and it stars Vincent Albaz, Marie-Sophie Ferdinand, Pierre Benitz, and Moon Daly. I am Jesse, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, MJ. How are you, Jesse? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Um, interesting title, this one. And I know it's a literal translation for a French film. Yes. It's a shocking title. Oh, okay. Just like... Straight off the bat, that's... I, I, I didn't mind the title. But... Well, you know how many times I couldn't remember the name of this, this film? film? True. I just, it, it just doesn't stay with me at all. And I just... I don't... If it doesn't feel grammatically correct, I don't, there's something about it doesn't... doesn't work. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah, very good point. I, I didn't even... Um... I just was like, oh yeah, this is the title of the sure. film. And, but I do agree with you. It, it was a hard one. It's one of those, we had one a while ago, which I think was the really long one. Uh, I can't even remember. The Pretty Thing That Lives in the I House, whatever it was. That was one of those titles that... Yeah. Yeah. And this one it, just, it, it never stayed with me. Like when you said like, okay, next movie we're seeing is I'm Not an Easy Man. And I looked at my Not an Easy Man. I got to type it in. I'm like, what is this movie called? And I had to go back and check what it was called. And then even after I watched the film, I'm like, what was that called? Like, I cannot... When I was name. when I was putting it together, I'm like, do I do the intro with the French title? Oh, and if you I, hadn't done it, what would you have said? I would have said "Je nous passe un homme fâché." I don't know if that's right. That's pretty good. Yeah, that sounded more like I don't know what that was. I mean, I, Hungarian. I'm I don't know. Probably not the person to be like. <laughs> Je nous passe un homme facile. Facile. That sounds better. See, you know like, what? I, still... I prefer that. I prefer that prefer title. That? Yeah, I, I wouldn't wouldn't know how to spell it. <laughs> wouldn't know how to type it. But that's okay. Anyway, sometimes whenever we, every now and then I want to bring out the title. I don't want to. I don't want to make a big deal out of it, but I'll just bring it up quickly. And I didn't like this title. Good. Sorry. We start our show with our fast flicks, mm. where we do our own little quick summary. MJ, fill us in on your summary of this film. Cool. And as usual, sorry, we're going to spoil this film. So if, yeah. you, if you did want to check it out, pause, go watch. Yeah, and if you're not sure, maybe listen to our Fast Flicks for the next one minute because that might give you a flavour of whether you want to listen to it or not. Sure. But yeah, we are going to spoil <laughs> it. Uh, for me, it, uh, a chauvinistic man wakes up from a concussion in a world where the societal norms of gender roles have been reversed. Ooh, we have so many similar words <laughs> because I think we watched the same film. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a pretty easy one to... Uh, I've just said, yeah, what did you say? after a concussion, for a man... Gender roles are reversed in modern day Paris. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know what? The reason that they're the same is because I think that's a really cool, quick summary of a film, right? Yeah. And I've explained. That's this why we call it fast flicks. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I've explained this to two people since I watched this film, um, just because it was an intriguing film, and I'm like, okay, we'll watch this film. Oh, what's it about? And you say that, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm all ears. Yeah. I think that's kind of how I felt when I started watching it. We often. Um, have a look at what we could find about films. We sometimes struggle with foreign language films. We do a little bit. What we're able to discover about I Am Not an Easy Man. Well, in this case, we're a little bit lucky, I think, with IMDb and Wikipedia giving us a, some some decent meat Info, on this some, one. Yeah, some little bits. Some li- enough, to, enough to get an idea of you know how this film was born and, and how it got to where it got to. So, Fill me in. Well, the film itself... Um, had its origins from a short film called Oppressed Majority. Joba did say that. The French, give me the French. Give me the. Come on, I've, I've stuffed some French up. Your turn well, to give me some French. Oppressed Majority. Uh, the translation here is Majorite Ipromé. That was awesome. Yeah. I, I, I could believe that you're French. Well, both those words seem really similar to the English translation. They do. Um, so this was a, a 2010 
short film directed mm-hmm. by the same director. Yep. And it starred um, yeah, Harry was... Benitz as well. Yeah, so it starred the guy who plays Christoph, Christoph in, yep. this, in this film. So um, the film itself was about a stay-at-home dad who experiences sexism in a parallel female-dominated world and eventually becomes the victim of sexual assault. I feel like it goes a little bit deeper in that one than this. So. Yeah. So in 2014, after that was released on YouTube and it had English subtitles, uh-huh. um, it got a fair bit of international attention and Netflix came knocking and they spoke to the director. And the director wanted to pitch a TV series. Yeah, so the director was like, cool, let's, let's yeah. make a TV series out of this. And, and Netflix you know, is still trying to appeal to the, the, to the masses. Um, decided to almost turn that you know, 180 degrees. Not only make it a film, but make it a romantic comedy. Now, I haven't seen the short film, have you? No. This but is I imagine I the short film is a lot more harder hitting than... Well, you know, than limited this. amount of time. You've, you've got to you've got to get to where you want to go quite quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, but I just almost feel like Netflix saying, can you make it a romantic comedy is a, a little bit of a slap in the face. But the, 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 the satirical nature doesn't necessarily take away from the key themes at all. No. Um, but I just I feel like that would be quite different. So that that's how that's how this film was born. Yeah. Um, premiered on Netflix on the thirteenth of April in twenty eighteen, um, and I wasn't aware of this. But in accordance with the French laws on digital film distribution, you're aware of this. We we, we discussed this on our on our Oksha, um podcast with France, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I know that we, I know that we have issues with like Sweden and other things. No, no, we 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 knew this because remember um, there was that big deal about how it got booed um, at Cannes in. It did, that's because, right, because it wasn't releasing yeah, because, theatrically. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, keep Very going. True. Fill in our audience who aren't aware of French's uh, distribution uh, laws. Well, the fact that um, it was available online or via streaming with Netflix, it was not scheduled for any theatrical release because that's the way the laws are over there. 36 months. 36 months. 36 that- months. If they released in the theatre, they have to wait 36 months before they can put it on Netflix. What about DVD? I think that's the same. I think it's... Home release, that's yeah. They, they protect their cinema. Um, the cinemas over there. Yeah, that's uh, wow. Yeah, it's a long time. I think we glossed. Over, I think I must have glossed over that too much on Octa because that that that's a huge. Mm. Even like I can understand maybe a streaming service, but even DVD. Yep, because that's still supporting that's the studio. Correct. Yeah, um, you've you've filled us in quite well here. Well, that's what, what I mean. What, what else have you got? Well, they, they were the two things that oh, were two things that, that you were got. on uh, <laughs> that were on Wikipedia and IMDb. But the only other thing that was on IMDb. Um, so there's a novel from 1977. Norwegian author, I believe. Yeah, Norwegian author Gerd Branteberg's um, novel called The Daughters of Agalia, which, I mean, it's it's almost not even worth bringing this up because it hasn't been referenced by anyone. <laughs> uh, I bet, like, the, the, the director hasn't come out and said this was an influence, but uh, different context, but has similar, yeah. um, similar themes explored in it. Good. Well, you've cleared me out because i got nothing else to I, add to the so conversation. Then I started typing. I, I found plenty of articles in French that French, I couldn't yep. translate. Because mm-hmm. um, the film itself, you know, it had a decent reach. Like it. Well, we could talk about it, the reach now. and Let's do it. What people have said or what we've heard about or we can gather based on some critical and audience consensus. I, I think this is a pretty positive response from audiences. Sure. Uh, what have I, you got? IMDb specifically is a 6.4 out of 10. That's really high. And um, the amount of people that watched it is pretty high compared 10, to yeah, yeah. compared to some of the ones we've seen recently. Yeah, this is this is a decent sized film, and and but it, but it's all well and good to have ten thousand people watching it, but a six point four out of ten is that's really good. Mm. 
Letterbox is a little bit more tempered at 3.1, but not much. 3.1 out of 5. Yeah. Um, just over 6,000 ratings on that one. So this film did well. Did. What have you got? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. No consensus. Mm-hmm. So on five reviews, it's at 80%. Yep. Okay. Which is pretty high. So one person didn't like it. One person didn't like it. And the audience is 71%. So that's close to the... Um, they're good numbers. Yeah. yeah. It's close to what the other um, servers are saying as well on 186 ratings. And our good old Google Google users, oh, no. yeah. 90% like this film. Yeah, wow. Well. It's pretty high. It's getting higher than some of the ones we've had recently. I had a Netflix match for this one. Oh, man. I, just, <laughs> I don't know why. I've had like four in a row, maybe even more that I haven't had a match on. Mate, I'm not in the wrong profile, am I? It's just driving me crazy. It's crazy. I had a 74%. That's honest. It is honest because it's usually either really high or pretty low. So this so is in the middle. If you were genuinely flicking through and it was, let's not say Saturday night because it's probably not a Saturday night film. Probably not. But if you're flicking, you're like, you know what? I've got nothing on this Tuesday night. I'm going to watch a movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I watch, but I'm going to flick through a few. Oh, this looks interesting. I look at 74%. It's a bit low for me. It's a bit low, is it? Yeah. That was, that was yeah, that, that, I think that's where you're going. Like, yeah, no, you did well. I was, yeah, I, was I think 74. 74 is not enough. Probably, it's probably a little bit low. It's like, oh. Okay. Mid middle of the range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how we do. Okay, but you'd probably put it on like your maybe list, and that's a problem with bloody streaming services. <laughs> There's too. You, many, I've got too many on my yeah. maybe list. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone this, Jesse. But we, me and Jesse both have Letterboxd. Uh, you uh, can see our profiles. You in can, our show actually, notes. Yeah, we link we link it in the show notes. Um, and I, I like to use Letterboxd for a number of reasons, but one thing it's a nice way to consolidate your watch list. And if you're like us and you talk a lot of movies, people are always like, "Oh, you should see this film." Okay, because I'll forget that. But mm. bang, I put it in my watch list. Yeah. How many movies are in your watch list? Uh, that's a very good question. There's a lot. <laughs> Is it north of twelve hundred? Nah, I, I'm a bit. I'm under twelve hundred. I'm yeah. in between. I think I'm in between a thousand and twelve hundred. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll go there. That's and, a lot. But it's at a point now where you don't even know what's on there. True, but. I I listen to podcasts, uh, I read a review, I hear something, someone says this is a good film, I add it because I'm like, okay, I want to check it out. So I, then, remember I watched a movie on a plane and I said, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I'm like, Jesse, I watched, I watched Loose. Um, and Jesse's like, oh, cool. Like he'd never heard of him. I'm like, no, nah, man, it's on your watch, watch list. list. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, someone said something good about it at some stage, so I, I added it. Uh, I love Letterboxd. I love churning through my watch list. <laughs> I don't. I get there when I get there. Okay, I think we are ready to give out early thoughts on this film. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued on this one because this sort of... It's a rom-com. Well, they sell it as a rom-com. Sure. No. But it's not the rom-com that I sometimes would associate with MJ's likes. Would so, you Would you classify it after watching it? Would you still classify it as a rom-com? I'm not sure that the comedy translated that well. Mm, but to I, to I, me personally. I think it still definitely felt like a rom-com though. Yeah. I, oh. I find it hard to not call it yeah, romantic, and I would find it hard not to call it. Comedy. I call it a, to me. It was like a drama, but it was satirical in some way. But it wasn't. In some yeah, way. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I dark comedy. I don't know. Man, maybe I don't know. It wasn't laugh out loud comedy to me. Even like some satirical stuff, I laugh out loud at. This one, I found it hard to pick up on the yeah, comedic yeah. elements. Anyway, you want me to go first? Yeah, I want, I want you to go first. I, I actually thought it was kind of cool. Yep. Um, the concept, which you can probably tell from the fast flicks, it's just a really interesting concept. There were, there were bits and pieces that didn't work for me, but there are enough moments that actually do make you take stock on what they're talking about and, and how you look at society, which is um, which is pretty good. And I, So I thought it was pretty cool. The thing that I actually probably liked the most 
was the ending. And we'll talk about it later. But the ending, this is one of those films where I was watching it going, this is cool, but I know how it's going to end. And when that didn't happen, I was impressed. And, and then the direction that I did go with it, I was even more impressed. So okay. I think, I think I, when I turned this movie off, I was like, nice. I'm impressed with that. So Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a decent film. Interesting watch. Uh, what about you, mate? Yeah, I, th- I thought this was pretty well done. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the dialogue and a lot of the imagery throughout was pretty compelling. And it was sort of a good look at the world and how we act in reverse. 100%. Yeah. And I think I, I appreciated that. It and was it's, interesting. It's not my favorite film, but it's no, not no. the worst film I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that's probably a really good way to put it. Yeah. Because there are moments in there where you're like, shit, like this has been right in our face and no one's pointed it out to me like the way you're pointing it out to me and that's really weird and why do we do things this way and you don't get that in a lot of films. No. and Yeah. 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 It, it, it's one of the... It's a, it's a tricky one to talk about because I... It's so obvious what they're doing that mm. there's not a lot to like go too much deeper in with what they're saying because it's, it's obvious what they're saying. It, it, there's not a lot of really deep dark themes that you need to uncover that you might you might pick up better on a no. second one it's not like that it's, like if it's in I, your face yeah, if I watched it again it'd be to pick up on all the cool little things that are in the scenes that I didn't pick up on my first watch because well, there's a lot of cool stuff in this that you just yeah like, yeah, hey. yeah it's true yeah. And, but I think this is also where the and it's, I'm glad you actually mentioned this where the comedy stuff does come into it because the things that were funny were funny because oh that's like I can't believe we do things that way. And then you're like, shit, am I bad for laughing? Like that's, that's kind of where it got to where you see women doing a certain thing that you're like, huh, that's funny. It's like, well, hang on, men do that all the time. Why? Like, so that's where it's, yeah. it's a tricky one where yeah. you almost pull yourself up for, for laughing. So hmm, good. Okay. So I think- bear in mind, we've got two, two, you know, youngish men <laughs> discussing this film. Oh, thanks uh, for calling me young. I feel old. I, I specifically gray hairs ish. are coming through. At least you've got <laughs> hairs coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's talk about some characters. Yeah, the uh, we start with Damien, who's yep. the the main protagonist. Yeah, he's the the main guy that we we start with, and you know he starts off telling this sort of story about his first sort of love and and all this sort of stuff, and it sort of cuts to him in therapy, and you have this discussion where you know he, he makes it very clear through the dialogue that he's like, I'm not afraid of women. So they set it up very early that this is a, a guy who's very set in his ways mm. and. Um, I kind of liked that eventually, like after the, he has this concussion that sort of twists the roles of society around, I sort of liked that you could slowly see him progressing into the norms of what this society is in was like. Mm, uh, they kind of force you into the... Into yeah, the it was like, it was like he had no choice but to sort of adapt and just yeah. become that character. Uh, so I didn't mind him in that way, I guess. Well, I, probably one of the reasons why I didn't like the movie more was because I, I didn't really like Damien. And that's not to say that it wasn't a good role or it wasn't a good character or anything like that. I just didn't really like him that much. And maybe because he was, you know, he was very chauvinistic and he was, um, you know, I didn't like the way he treated other people. He was very arrogant and he was very, you know, selfish. Um, and I just, I just didn't like him that much. But I did find it kind of interesting. He never fully went... 180 degrees on the way his stance. I know you sort of said he does slip into... He slips into little bits and pieces, yeah. Um, and I'm, But I'm glad he didn't go full, okay, now I am just this... Uh, I, I'm going to listen to my wife and do this and do that. Because that would have felt too obvious and too cliche if he had really done that and then learned that and go, oh, this is what, how we treat people. You know? mm-hmm. um, 
But one thing I didn't quite understand is why he didn't lean more into that new world that he was in, right? Like, it actually seemed perfect for the kind of guy he was to be getting the attention that he was getting. Yeah. Um, initially, you'd think, well, you should feel like you're in heaven. And, and it, there were, like, glimpses of that. But uh, he kind of never really got to that point where I was like, hang on, this is the character I know would love every second of this. So. That's, that's a really good point because, yeah, like, where you see how much of a womanizer he is in his in the the normal timeline so yeah it's girls are whistling at him and he's like whoa how good is this like but i guess he does realize that suppression that comes with the territory that he's in i think i think a lot of him was that power trip too he he, power was the thing wasn't it? yeah he he needed power in everything he did whether that was a relationship whether that was with his work he just needed to know that whether that was literally having sex yeah like like, they they were both on top pushing down talking about their power yeah uh Interesting character. Who would you like to talk about next? Well, I think Alexandra. Sure. So I guess Damien and Alexandra are you two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't like her per se, but I respected this character. And I think I respected it because I think it was handled really well. It almost felt like she was doing the whole how to lose a guy in 10 days trick. Um, but I just think the dedication to make the gender roles reverse worked really well with Alexandra as a character. Like, it just felt so normal. Yeah, I think they did a really good job of making her as if she's a man in normal society. Like, unbelievably, just, just the 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 things in life, like the dominance, and it was like a typical male character. And yeah, yeah. you know what got me at the start was when he was sort of blowing up with her and saying things that I'm like, man, like this is she's gonna crack the shits, and she just didn't care. Mm. <laughs> I sound like a dick saying that, but. It just—it was just like I was waiting for her to blow up and and throw a tantrum and say, "Well, I don't ever want to see you again," kind of thing. And she was like, "Come on, you're alright." And I'm like, "Oh, this is this dedication is is working for me. I like it. I get it." But then you you got to see him do that. Yeah. Those blow up. So that's when I was like talking about he's sort of like slipping. Well, into he was almost little... doing it because he wasn't getting the response, the response that he was wanted, expecting, yeah. and then so he was trying to go even more powerful. Yes, it was interesting, yeah, very interesting in that way. I've got um Christopher. Or what's Christ- his name? Christoph. Christoph. Oh yeah, I could be wrong, but I think it's Christoph. Christoph, um, interesting character. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm I, scared of saying what I want to say. I, I think they needed a character like that, just to sort of show the other sides of oh, the reverse roles that you weren't seeing through Damien. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, it was like almost over the top. Yeah. Compared to, yeah, that's like good. It wasn't it wasn't down the middle? Because I I found him very funny. Okay. But then I don't know if I'm a little bit sexist for finding him funny because the things he was doing felt so ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. no, no, I get what you're that's that's where you See, get but stuck. I didn't I didn't find any of this. I didn't I didn't find anything in this funny. I, I mentioned that at the start. Yeah. So to me, yeah, it was like it was maybe too obvious. The like I oh, for sure. I get what was happening and I understand that. It's like yeah, we are pretty crap at sometimes in society mm. with the way that we treat people. Um, and it started off with that, that phone call where he's like, I need my paternity leave. And you could just tell that tension, like, th- that's the sort of crap that people have to go through. Uh, and yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of a nice take on, on a male friendship, obviously before the concussion. Yep. Uh, and then it kind of turns into a female friendship, uh, despite the fact that Damien is still kind of in that male mindset. Yeah. But just, just 
the difference in Christoph and those two things. But, and the, their relationship, like the female side, like their female relationship, isn't that's those stereotypes that you see in film. So I don't know if they needed to go there because, like, I don't really know people in real life that have those sorts of Maybe. female relationships. I don't know. I think it worked. I think it does work better being over the top, though. Yeah. Because th- there is a light-ish tone to the film. And as we sort of said, this movie is really explicit in what it's trying to say. Yeah. And it doesn't keep, it doesn't make you guess what they're trying to do with this character. And yeah, it is over the top, but I, I think it kind of works. Have you got anyone else? Well, the only other one I had was Lolo, which is okay, his, his wife. His wife. And I, I, I think really similar to Christoph in, it was over the top in the way that she um, took those gender roles. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I kind of found some of them funny but I think they were just trying to prove that point. And I think that's kind of where this comedy side... If, if this film didn't have a comedy side to it in the genre, it feels weird. If this film isn't trying to be funny at times, it feels weird. It feels like they've done something wrong. So Yeah. I, I, as you're talking, I was like, I, I needed to look someone else up. Mm. Um I know, and yeah, I know we usually do. Didn't IMDb. have my attention. And I know, I was so like, I was, on, you, no, no, I was he zoning out and thinking you, about something else. You made me think about something else because I was like, okay, so we're we're talking about, um, yeah, like I, I liked this. There's a scene towards the end where um, Lola um, goes back to when she gets kicked yeah. kicked out of home. Yeah, when they break up, when they break thing, up, yeah, and sort of that was a little bit off to me. Very strange. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. Narratively, and, I didn't know where that fit in. Because and then they're like, oh, we were together at some yeah. stage. Like that was a little bit little bit off and then I was thinking I'm thinking okay I wanted to there's one other character that I was like I needed to look up which was the Sybil the Moon Daily character the the um the she's the in charge of the publishing she's in she's the boss of um oh, Alexandra yeah, yeah she's yeah. the she's the one who's offering yeah, the money yeah, for the, the book. old lady yeah. Yeah, yeah because um I felt I was like I feel like I need to talk about her I don't know why yep. but I was just like as you're talking about, I was like, oh, there's one other character that sort of came to my mind. I was like, she's really interesting in that um, she's the catalyst for that sort of the conclusion to the end of the film. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't really thought about that until you were, we were just talking about that. So I was just like, I just needed to bring her up because I just got really, I, I thought that was a really good performance. And um, throughout she, you know, she sort of kept uh, Alexandra online with the project she was on. And then obviously Alexandra sort of throws her off and says, Mm. you know I'm giving up on this this career I don't want this story to be told but then yeah she has this such this impactful sort of thing at the end so I just uh, yeah. so is is in this sense is she like the seedy old white man setting his yeah. ways get what I want kind of yeah like one of those yeah exactly like a, a boss that's like you know always get what they want it's like well if someone's not going to do what I, they want I want from them then yeah. I'm going to throw them under the bus sort of thing so all of a sudden yeah. Alexandra and Damien become pawns in, mm. in her game yeah sorry that was me being sidetracked yeah no that's fine cool yeah she did become quite a quite a big character by the end of things yeah the director yeah first feature we're waiting for you to um say her name because Eleanor Porat <laughs> okay. I think the Eleanor bit I was alright with it Poriat. Yeah. Uh, lots of acting credits. Poriat. I think there was like 22 acting credits for her. Yeah, okay. Which is a lot. But obviously first feature, but did do the short that this is based yeah, on. Yeah, so this is kind of her baby, isn't it? What did you think of the cast? Um, I mean, like, it's yeah. hard sometimes when it's in like a, a different language because you don't know the characters ne- or the, the actors or actresses necessarily. So That's true. I, th- I thought it was decent. Like, yeah, I didn't love Damien, but I also appreciate that he had to be 
that kind of strong, pretty. Yeah. Um, so it's, sorry, yeah, I thought he was all right. Sorry. sorry. Christoph was great. Though. I thought that was it was a good role. Let's have a look at some scenes. Let's have a look at some scenes. Look at some scenes. So fill us in on some scenes that stood out for you. I've actually got a lot here. Good. But not necessarily scenes, just bits more than anything. I think I'm the same. It's like these sort of combining elements of what's going on. Um, And and going through chronologically, I I really liked it when he he realized that something was wrong in this world after he'd already had that first concussion. And he goes and hits hits his head again. Yep. It just, I just appreciated that he clued on really quickly. I was worried that we we're going to go through 15 minutes of him being like, what's happening, what's happening now? What's yeah. happening now? So <laughs> I appreciated that. And Good. that was probably something that you would like, as much of a crazy situation that it is that will never happen in real life. Yeah. I'd probably do something similar. So I appreciated that. Um, this is very important from a human perspective. I like the scene where she was watching the rugby and her water broke. But that was the first time you really see those gender roles so plain and so obvious. And she's watching this rugby with the daughter. Gave birth standing up. That was... Yeah, I know. What a power move. Um, but it's like there. He's like, oh, you peed yourself. He's like, ah, her water broke. Uh, one of the books that was he was looking at was called of, of Mice and Women. Ah, didn't even pick up on that. It had a subtitle, obviously, because it was in French, so I wouldn't read it. But the subtitle came up saying, Of Mice and Women. Uh, Very clever. I don't know how I missed that. Appreciated that. Um, well, this was a nice scene. This was a clever scene when he's having uh, his dinner or his parents are over. And he ends up storming out and he says, what's the big deal about being a single man? Yeah. And like, this is all the stuff that single pressure, girls have to yeah, go through, pressure right? pressure from like, their families to... Yeah, so why haven't you found a nice guy? Conform to the yeah. norms and yeah. I thought they did that really well. Because you sit there and go, this is silly. It's yeah. like, no, no, this is what happens. Yeah. I like that. Um, and similarly with this, and this is why I kind of like the relationship between Damien and Christoph, is when they have that fight and uh, Damien says, oh, you know, that Alexandra calls you fat ass. Which is a nothing kind of line, but it responds with "Get out! I never want to see you again." <laughs> Which, like, males would just never have that fight. And I just love that sensitivity. And this is this is what girls do fight about. I mean, I know most of this this movie is a criticism on on men and the the, yeah. the I guess the free ride that some men get and the, the inequality in the world. But it's also pointing finger. Is it? You know, this is how sometimes females and females have these relationships. Uh, there's probably yeah. better ways to handle that as well. Good pickup. Um, didn't like this scene very much, but there was a really nice song version of "You're the One That I Want." I I have that in my scenes too. I I wanted to like that scene, but I didn't like the scene. But the I, song was good. I didn't. So I really enjoyed the entry into that club. Same. Like, it was a really cool, like um, tilted sort of angle with yeah. the purpley haze. Like, and then that song's playing. I'm like, this is Greece. Yeah. I'm like this is Greece. Yeah. And then like I was in a school version of Greece. Just in oh, <laughs> I was in a school production of Greece. Yeah. Who did you play? Uh, I was in the chorus. Like they couldn't oh, give me a role. Okay. You were gonna be Danny, but then they decided. Nah, so I, I got put in. I got put in the show. Um, like I, I auditioned, got in. I was yeah. like, awesome, this is great. Yep. And then I think we we're about three weeks out before the show, and the the teacher who was the director of the show said, "Look, Jesse, oh, no. how about you just mime?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is fair. I've got a pretty ordinary. I've voice. never heard you sing. But <laughs> Good, and mime. I don't think you will. But do yeah, it, so it, I, I, I I liked that song, and I I, I like the song. I like the entry, but I agree there. <laughs> I was annoyed the, the scene didn't go anywhere because yeah. I'm like, this scene's great. This, yeah. is, this is set up perfectly. Yeah. Um, this was overdone, but the very first time I saw him with the landing strip on his chest, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was excellent. Yeah, because it just like. Obviously, females, when they do shave their pubic hair into a landing strip, they, why are they doing it? Because people like it. Like, 
seeing a landing ship on that man's chest is just like, why do we do this? This is ridiculous. It yeah. looks so stupid. So I like that. I thought it was funny. Um, really nice touch when they're playing poker and the pair of queens trumps the pair of kings. Because why not, eh? Like, great. Um, and as I said, the ending for me was really, really good. And I might as well get into it now because firstly, the whole time I'm thinking... He's going to hit his head again. He's going to wake up back in the real world, but he's going to have a new appreciation for women and he's going to treat them better and rah, rah, rah. And I'm like, cool, nice movie, nice message, but, you know, I want to go to sleep now. Like, that's yeah. a really boring ending. So, <laughs> I loved when they obviously hit heads and then it was her that woke up in the the, the, the reverse yeah. world of, her, of hers, which I thought, great. What a great way to look at this because, you know, we're trying to look at it from both sides, effectively. It's obviously somewhat ambiguous. But then I love the, how they tease you with Damien at the end. And he waves to her and he says, Hey, Alexandra, what Damien is it? Is it the Damien who has just been with her on that whole journey and he came back as well? Or is it the Damien that she met at the book signing that... I like that because I don't know. Like, is she just gone to this world and does maybe this keep going on with other people? Or, you know, is he back on the journey with her? I don't know. But I liked, I liked yeah. having to ask myself that question. I didn't like the ending. No! <laughs> Sorry. Didn't you? I thought for a message they're trying to get across, I thought, why end up with her in the shit world? Why couldn't he have stayed in her world? And they like you could have shown him working or them together working towards fixing what they had in that world. It just really annoyed me that all of a sudden, like, it just he's gone back to the society where he's gonna be dominant. But it's, it's I all about inequality. I know, but I interpreted it that he's gone back to his world, so He's a, he's a male in that society now, so it doesn't matter what sort of version of him he is. He might be able to help try and promote what's going on, but I I just felt bad for her being put in that world. But both worlds are wrong. They're, they're, they're they they're unbalanced, correct. and you have to see one to recognise the other. Correct. So it's all well and good to send a guy over to that world and see that, but maybe sending one back and having them together it it does change that dynamic a little bit. I just thought it was brave. I enjoyed that it didn't give me what I was expecting. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just would have really enjoyed it if he had have stayed in that world with her to work out what's going on and go, hey, let's work for equality yeah. rather than going back to that world. And it's we know we're, we're, it. where we are. Like, as a society now, like, things haven't really changed. So, like, I don't have that hope for those characters. Maybe you get being, a strong, powerful woman like Alexandra popping in there. Yeah, but I just don't have hope for them, like, for where they're at. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think... I liked the idea that he was in that march. Like, I think that was cool that he was in there yeah. with that march. So, uh, to me, I interpreted, yep, yeah, okay, so he knows, like, he's taken back what he's learned from that that experience. But at the same time, I was like, life for her is going to be so bad. And that just put me off. But it doesn't end. have to be. I don't think it has to be. They're one couple. No, no, yeah, sorry. But I don't know. But, you know, maybe that's the start of change. Where else does I would, it start? I would love that to be the case, but... I don't know. I think it filled me with a lot this more. This film's hope. like two years old now, so and it hasn't changed. That, <laughs> no, that, that's no, what I'm thinking. I'm like, this, this, don't like, think of it like that. That's how I'm looking at it. Like, nah. it, it upsets me. That the movie's supposed to take you out of reality, and this takes you to a different reality and makes you. It's think hard to take you out of reality when they you know, it's so obvious of how our society is wrong. <laughs> I would have been bored with them staying in the same one and having to work on it. I would have liked like a, a flash like, I just, forward I just watched like this for an hour and a half. 15 years later where he, no, he'd wouldn't. made some changes No to... one likes a flash forward unless it's <laughs> yeah, true. done really, <laughs> it's a really, really well. Really poor way to end a film. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Okay. Did, did mascots... Yeah, they flash forward like one year. I think... Pro- nah, there was, well, what was the one? The <laughs> Siege of Jadedville. That really annoyed me, I think, with the, the flash forward at the end. Yeah, flash forward. Or was it was like it a just voiceover like a with like what had happened to yeah. all of them. Yeah, that annoyed me. 
Yeah. Alright, have you got anything else that you liked? No, I don't. Okay. First couple of minutes, I was like, I'm in on this because there were three Disney references within the first couple of minutes. And I love my Disney, but you've got like dressing up as Snow White at the start in this oh, concept. Yeah. Then the love of his life was, a, was Aurora, who's Sleeping Beauty. Okay. And then they make a joke about Pinocchio and his penis. Yeah, penis. penis I was like, there's three Disney references. Bang. I was like, this is cool. So I I got in early. I was in early. Uh, I thought the male gaze was done really well in the opening scenes where before he hits the other, the other world, you know, just there's a scene in the shop down the street. I thought the camera just did an awesome job of that male gaze of, Mm. of what happens. And I thought that was cool. Um, And then I enjoyed once he did hit the new world that, these small little twists of the of the gender changes. I liked that too. I thought, like you know, people like saying you can't walk around by yourself. I just thought, and then like you know, as soon as he wakes up from being knocked out by the ambos, like, have you taken any medication? Are yeah. you on the pill? Yeah. And like just these questions that as males we don't get asked because yeah. that doesn't get asked, and it's just like I was like, oh, that, that was really well done. Did um, you know this is what happened in the film? I didn't know. All I knew was that there was something about a, a, a gender swap in society. Yeah. yeah. Because I noticed straight away afterwards, obviously the paramedics were female. Yeah. And then the garbage, the garbage collectors were. And I'm like, they're making a point. And the these... butcher shop. But I still, then... it still took me a while to figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. yeah. Even when he woke up with his clothes, I was like, something's yeah. weird here. And they, they kept that throughout though. Because, you know, the, you got the butcher shop. They had... Um, but then I figured it out when he went to the office. The office. Yeah. yeah, the office as well. And, you know, at the end with the car as well. She's like, oh, I'll get out and fix the car. Like, yeah. they just stuck with it, which was cool. And girls running with no tops on. Just completely Complete. normal. Yeah. Like that that was proper dedication. And maybe the one sort of scene that like the after he wakes up, they're like, you know, have you got a push up bar on for your balls? Like I just thought that was yeah. that was that was cool as well. And he had pink sheets, like just all these little tiny visual sort of things and The pink sheets got me as well. I'm like, Is this your bed? Like yeah. And then at the end that like when they're going through the city, like just these small things where um, you know, the bus shelters and the, the signs going into the train yeah, station yeah. had just like men in poses yeah. and stuff. I just thought it was well done. Ah, uh, the commitment to the cause yeah. is great. Uh, we, you mentioned this before when Damien and Alex are ha- sort of having sex and they're having that power struggle and they just talk about in each society who's got the power. I thought yeah. that was well done. I liked her referencing childbirth mm. and being like, we're powerful. That's why, we, that's why we're the mm-hmm. ones who's birth. It was his response. We, we fight war or something. Yeah, I was something like, like that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. I thought that, so, um, I can't say his friend's name properly. How do you say his Christoph. friend's name? Christoph. Christoph's son. Um, was it Christoph's son? I think it was the ballet dancer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that the conversation that he has with him. Yeah, that's right. That was very interesting. It was sort of like hinting at this, um, you know, um, being forced to do stuff that he didn't want to do. Yeah. And I thought that was done really nicely. Um, he, um, he, you can see Damien soften as well because yeah. initially he's like, "Oh, you can't be forced to do that," and then he kind of sits there and goes, yeah. "Well, you know what? This is not a good person, good person. to be around." Like, yeah. Uh, I was worried, so they have this big shot with all these marbles jars yeah, and everything. Yeah. I knew I was, immediately what that was. Ah, did you? Yeah. Oh wow, you switch on? Do you have marbles in your? No, I don't. <laughs> there wouldn't be many, but. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was glad that they explained that because I was worried that they were just getting... I was, I'm glad they explained it because I assumed that's what it was. But still, phew, geez, that's a lot of marbles. Um, she, even, she even has the year on the, the, on the jar. jar yeah. <laughs> the, the scene where he sort of has that blow up with um, Alexandra and he goes to the park just with food and he just sits there eating food. I was like, this is so like... Mm. I thought that was really well done. Uh, this isn't necessarily a scene, but I just thought it was really cool where... Um, Alexander was talking about an ex-partner who put um, under a doorstep this um, this is not a pipe 
um, photo, and I, yeah. I, I love that image, and yeah. uh, I just thought that was cool. And finally, the the bar scene at the end, the I thought after the fight, I thought it was well done because that could have been really bad, that could have been really awkward, um, but I thought that they did it quite well. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah. I didn't dislike it, but yeah. just thinking about it, because you, you're at that point now in the movie where you know what's going to happen because of these roles, right? Yeah. So when they're like, there's a fight, you're like, oh, obviously, okay, so the women yeah. are like the, you know, the drunk and they're rough. Yeah. And, it, you know, you kind of wrap your head around back. it. Yeah, you know what's, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I it, it wasn't necessarily yeah. my favorite scene, but it was just, I thought it was well done. It was, it could have, that could have slipped towards the end of the film. They could have had that. Yeah, could have yeah. been really poor, but I thought they did okay. Because you know what gets me is that like physically, men are no different. So in, in this world, they're no different to what they are in, yeah. the, in the current world. And men, uh, they're just, they're just bigger. And Damien especially, bigger, stronger, like, yeah. I guess that's why they made him really drunk, drunk. And, yeah and he did end up taking out that woman anyway he did yeah so. what didn't you necessarily like uh, not not too many but at the very very start so obviously they wanted to set up that Damien is just this real chauvinistic womanizing dude yep. but the the idea of the boner ometer that he ha- that he uh, presents yeah, well, that's ridiculous too full on. Like, yeah. it was just it was it was too much you yeah. could have made it more subtle and they had like 10 guys in a room laughing at this girl yeah. and cuz that was meant to be the society that we all know and live in right now True. and that I'm sorry that does not happen anywhere yeah. so good point that lost me a little bit <sighs> this could be contentious and I spoke about this before how physically men and women are no different mm-hmm. women still give birth in this world when they had that scene of the girls peeing standing, standing up, up yeah. that's um to me that's why I'm, that's why this is still a comedy right because that was purely satirical because the reason that women sit down to pee and men sit down and stand up to pee is because anatomically that works yeah. so them peeing standing up is purely just for show and I didn't like it because yeah. They, they, yeah. as you said before they were so dedicated to doing to all do these things else. right that was that just was, for a laugh yeah, yeah exactly um, and the final thing I didn't like was when he proposed to her because like where the hell did that come from all of a sudden he's like will you marry me I'm like what haven't you guys just like kind of started dating and then she said yes and I'm like what no where's this going they tried to build their relationship through this like montage of them in this hotel room watching F1 falling yeah, asleep for, for 24 yeah, hours because yeah. it was a 24 hour race it would have it been a lot better if, so um, it was a day <laughs> yeah it would have been a lot better if they showed them doing different things other yeah. than being in the one room <laughs> yeah. like going to a park going to the yeah. circus I don't know something. I don't yeah. think they even needed to like be engaged or anything by the end I guess it had to prove that she was married and that's what yeah. had that big blue yeah. but they didn't actually need to be engaged no. they just been you know going well in their relationship so that was stupid <laughs> good that's all though just 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 think of that scene where they rock up and there's like a wedding happening like yeah. it was just oh it you know what that's a great yeah, idea yeah, that's you, great. Want, you want to do that <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what didn't you like? I don't, the only there's only one scene that sort of was a bit iffy for me but you liked the back end of this scene but it's where where he's with his parents and they're watching that that dirty movie. Oh yeah, it was just awkward for me. I was just like, I don't know why they needed to. And that's got nothing I, to do with gender roles. No, watching dirty movies with your parents is awkward, no matter what gender you are. Hundred percent. And I get that um, you know French cinema is a lot more um, sexualized than what we're used to. But there was a couple of scenes where they had um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that just was a bit awkward. I did like how like sweet the dad was. <laughs> he was such a sweetheart. <laughs> All right, we are ready to talk about. What this film's saying, and I think we've touched on, and there's not a lot more we can say. I don't yeah. think this this is promoting. Or this is what I took out of this is that we want a world where men and women can help each other out, rather than be so polar opposites based on societal norms. Yeah, and through gender, through sexism, that's what this film says. 
Yeah, it's it's a it's a commentary, but it's also a condemnation on on the way women are treated in society. Yep. And it and it's trying to make it clear and obvious and in your face that you know what, this is weird. Why do we do it this way? You know, exactly. we shouldn't. Exactly. I know that I said before they had the women running with no tops on. Mm. Why do men run with no tops on? Why is it okay for a man to run with no tops on? Who decides that that's something that people want to look at? And like, they did that well too, where, you know, she's in the office or wherever she's with her shirt first open. First time, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Um, so little things like that where you just, you take them for granted because it's happened forever and ever and ever. So that's normal. normal. But and, it's kind of not. And that's where I, like, if I did watch this film again, uh, they're the little things that I'd try and pick up on more because there yeah. would have been heaps that flew over my head. Yeah, that was a, because that was a when it's not in English too, you're you're focusing on what they're saying because you've got to read the subtitles. Gotta, so there's yeah. a lot that you're missing out on visually. And you, like, in no way are we suggesting that like the subtitles get in the way of the viewing. No, no not at all. You, you do settle in pretty easily, but yeah, um, yeah, it was it was very blatant what this film was trying to say, which is completely fine because you know there's nothing wrong with shying around this this subject, but it makes you think, right? Like I, I'm certainly. Uh, I'm certainly pro equality, mm-hmm. but you know, there's even some things there. I'm like, shit, I didn't actually notice that being an issue, and issue. It probably, probably, probably is. is. Yeah. yeah, so good. Okay, well, what did you take away from this one? It's similar to what I said at the start. Like, it, it was a fun watch. That you know, it does make you think. Once the gimmick wears off, there's not a heap to keep you engaged. Like, the relationship uh, wasn't that interesting to me. No, the characters, whilst interesting in the fact that they're playing different gender roles was interesting but they they didn't do much for me either none of them jumped off the page so you know if this film had gone for another 15 20 minutes i would have been completely lost like i was starting to waver by the end of it yeah that's Um, fair but i think you could easily recommend it on the premise yeah like I, i think it's a really think if you say hey this is what the film's about if that tickles your fancy go because they commit to the cause as i was watching this thinking about it i was like is this the sort of film that an English remake would completely stuff up? And that, that, that I don't know why, but I had in my head, I was like, if this was in English, how would I feel about it? Would I like it as much? Would I think it like, I'd, it's inter- it's just an, a thought that I had. You've got to be careful yeah, with it. Yeah, you do. And, and you know what? You can do a better job too. I, this, mm. this film wasn't perfect, no. but you just have to commit to the cause to actually really get that message clean. Cause you don't want to start muddying the waters at all. No. And, like I don't watch a lot of French films, mm. um, and ne- this is our second French, second French I think, on Netflix, after yeah. Blockbuster. Blockbuster was French, yeah. So you know, it's opening my eyes a little bit to more cinema. There's a similar tone to those these two films. Mm. I get that was actually probably technically a romantic comedy as well, as well very yeah. different. But you can sort of see the yeah. tones are similar. I think the thing, the other thing that I take out of this film is every time that I found something funny, and whether I'm laughing out loud or it's mm. just like a. <laughs> moment <laughs> it's almost a nod to like the messaging that you know i think it, when a oh, pair of queens beats a pair of kings i was like huh that's clever it's like yeah. oh shit like that's yeah why, why? like why yeah because you know back in the day a king ran a country and then his wife was like <laughs> it's yeah so every time you laugh at something you're kind of like condemning yourself as well because like you shouldn't find that funny that's oh, the point we should change our decks of cards around yeah <laughs> did you jump on imdb at all I did. Yeah. I, I, did oh, I had to check whether the director was female. Okay. I, I it felt like the director was female, and to be honest, it it felt stronger because the director was female. Sure. Um, not to say that a male director. I mean, at the end of the day, it's an art. It's a piece yeah. of art. So, but yeah. 
I just, that's one thing. I, I didn't until we were doing this podcast yeah. before when I looked up uh, Daily Moon. And I'll be frank, I saw you on Google, not IMDb. Correct, because Daily Moon is, well, she's an, she's an actress, obviously, but... Um, it's a hell of a name. Yeah, she's French-American, um, based in LA, so she oh, works okay. both sides of the Atlantic. Right. She plays diverse characters because she can speak English, French, German, Chinese, Mandarin, and Spanish. Wow. What a multilingual. Wow. Hey. Impressive. What's she Very doing impressive. acting? She yeah. should be bloody solving world hunger. Yeah, very good. All right. Uh, have you got any questions for me? Yes. Good. Um, why do they always go back to Damien's apartment when he hooks up with girls? Or with... He hooked up with... Because societal norms would suggest you go back to the man's... Come back to my apartment kind of thing. Fair. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's a good question. Yeah, no answer for you. Because so. I think every little thing that happened, I was trying to think like... What's the what would normally happen? So when that happened, I'm like, no, 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 you should be going to hers because we do see Alexandra like having people at her place. So there's no reason for her not to. Have yeah, them. and even the first girl he hooks up, I think her name's Sybil. He hooks yep. up with her once or twice, and she's like, he's got the hairy chest. Yeah. and she's like, oh, I'm not going there, Come which is clever. Hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, why are you going back to your house? Should we go back to hers? Good point. Um, the only other question I did have, which we I kind of asked you before, but you know, what Damien do you think that was at the end? What do you reckon? Do you think that was the Damien that had been through everything? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. just the Damien no. that already existed no, in because they world. they both. Yeah, I feel like they. I think both so. Came through on that. I think so too, and I'm glad that it wasn't explicit though. Good. Uh well, question. Similar, we've answered this well. I was just like, why did she have to end up in the shit world? Like, why couldn't she have stayed where she still kept her power? Yeah. Because I just felt like you have this powerful character and then loses all. But we're power. talking about equality. We're not talking about making up for, and that's what gets me with feminism is I love the idea of feminism that preaches equality. I don't like the idea of feminists who preach, well, we've had it hard for so long, so now we need to get the upper hand, because that's not equality. No, I get that. Um, so maybe, yeah, I think that maybe that's why it sat better with me. But The only other thing, what was with his teeth brushing thing? <laughs> that's a great point. You know what, I forgot about that until you said, you know, at the start he's in therapy. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, because he's got a problem with brushing his teeth. teeth. Yeah, so he talks to his therapist about that. He's, yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting. There's got to be more no, to yeah, that. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't get that. All right. I think we're... Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I think we're almost done. It's a great question, yeah. Jesse. That's what the whole questions category is about. <laughs> yeah. What was with that? Because there's, there's, there's a scene where he left his toothbrush at her place when he's working there yeah. and she throws it out, but there was no closure. There is that. 100% a reason that you or me are not smart enough to figure to out. work that out. Okay. Time to wrap this up. Mm. We give a rating out of five to give us a flicks form average. So, MJ... Give us your final thoughts on... I can't even remember the title. Exactly. <laughs> I am not an easy man. I am not an easy man. Terrible title. Um, I thought it was cool, and I thought it was a clever concept. It just lacked a little bit of substance, um, and the characters, in because of that, couldn't really draw me in. So the humour in it worked well because there's important gender role messaging behind each laugh. Yep. And I appreciated the, the ending didn't go down a cliche route. Uh, it's three stars for me. Nice. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think... I think we've agreed on this one a fair bit because mm. I thought this was really done well too. This like I was struggling at the thought of a French film that I had no big knowledge about. You know, I knew the you cast, were. Yeah, I the, the were. cast didn't know much about anything. So um, you know, I'm glad I watched it. It was it was worth watching. Uh, well made. Don't let that get in your way. No, the the message was nice. So I'm also giving it a three out of five. Beautiful. Which gives us an average of three out of five. Easy. Didn't have to use the maths for that one, so I'm happy. It's been a while since we've given the same, I reckon. Yeah. We had a little period there where we were copying each other. A little bit different, yeah. yeah. We are on social media. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. Got them all. We are at Flix Forum. 
Uh, if you could please subscribe to us, that would be awesome. Okay. Automatically download our episodes. That really helps us out in the charts. Makes us smile as well. In honor of um, Parasite's recent Oscar mm. a couple of weeks ago, we're very, I think we're both very happy with um, Parasite's Huge fans win. of that movie we are. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we both enjoyed the ceremony. Give us a good foreign film we can watch. Just yeah. any foreign film that's a, a good one we could check out. I messaged you as soon as Parasite won, just with exclamation marks. But I genuinely, uh, I was watching it by myself. I, I stood up and put my arms in the air. And like celebrate. I was so pumped. It was like I was watching a sporting match. So it was about 3.28, I think, um, Victorian Melbourne time in the afternoon. And I had a meeting starting at 3.30. Oh, perfect. So I'm sitting in this office. There's about six other people in there. And I'm like, I've got to move. I've got to move. I've got to move. And then they announced it, and I, I screwed, like I jumped up and yelled. I was yeah. like, "Yeah!" Was, and everyone looked at me like, "What the hell is going on?" What a great feeling. I was so happy. So, so yeah, give us a good foreign film. Good recommendation. Film. That'd be great. All right. Do you want me to give you some? Yes, I do. There's a Chinese film, probably like over ten years ago now, that won best foreign film called Departures. Oh, I know Departures. It's the violin one. No, yeah, violin. Yeah, yeah violin. very, very good film. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite films of all time is a. Korean film actually uh, by Kwok Jae Young who yeah. does a lot of romantic no they're more romance than, than <laughs> romantic comedies yeah. uh, called The Classic Okay, one of my favourite films of all time Bring the Tissues with You is beautiful I watched it on a plane again over 10 years ago yeah. and I was sitting on the crane, <laughs> train plane sorry crying my eyes out it is a wonderful film oh, so the, the Classic by Kwok Jae Young as well some good recommendations alright we're back again next week yep I'll be here I'll be here too. I got no idea what we're doing. It's another 2018 film. It's a comedy. Hopefully, it's got a better title. I'll remember it. This could be completely different to what we've just because this is called Dude. Dude. <laughs> Dude. So I'm worried. <laughs> Dude, I am very worried that this is going to remove anything that we've covered hey, in today's don't um, judge a book podcast. By its cover. True. We could. This could be cool. So it's. No, in Dude. It is direct. It's directed by Olivia Milch. Okay. Stars Lucy Hale, Catherine Prescott, Alexandra Ship, Aquafina, oh. and Alex Wolf. Oh yeah, Alex yeah. Wolf from uh, Death Note. Yeah, so yeah, was that his brother? No, no I can't remember. Alex Wolf. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. It could be. So that's what we're looking at next week. If you'd like to Dude, watch right. before we release, I'll do it. I'll watch it. Good catch up as usual. Yeah, no, I'm glad that was a good one to chat about too. Good, and uh, I'll see you next week. You'll see me then. Bye.